Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for coming back and thank you for choosing to be here again to listen to another episode of me basically talking about the most random and unrelated and irrelevant thoughts that I'll be having and thinking, you know what, this is something that I really want to share with people and somehow I've um, sort of believed that this will help you as well as it will help me. Sometimes I think when I'm thinking about um, recording anything, it's more because I'm basically struggling with something at the time or I've had this one big revelation or epiphany and I'm thinking, you know what, if I don't share this, it will feel like a waste because there'll come a time where I won't be able to relate to the feeling or to the thing that I'm experiencing right now and I won't be able to tell a story. And I think if I choose to tell my story at the time when I'm feeling it the most or I'm experiencing it the most, I think, yeah, there's a lot of gems and there's a lot of thoughts and afterthoughts and feelings and reflections and good things and regrets and bad decisions and good decisions that I think I'll just be sort of missing out on. That's basically what I've sort of been contemplating about. Um, I mean, I've really tried to do this a lot more regularly and unfortunately life is really showing me that it's very, very hard to one, have a concise and sort of thorough idea of what I want to talk about, Um, but also it's really hard to keep up with something that um requires a sort of creative creative energy um because you're creating something from scratch you know like no one's thought about it or no one's telling you what to say or what to do and i think that takes the most energy and i think for the first time in my life um because i've never really been um sort of related or connected to any sort of creative industry or creative work i've always been numbers numbers books, books, exams, exams, degree, degree kind of girl. Um, So just the fact that I'm having to think about how do I want to put my thoughts forward or what kind of things do I want to talk about and how do I want to talk about them and what music do I want to use and all of these things. It's just dipping into a different pool of energy. And I think it's really fascinating because I do think, I was talking about this to someone the other day, I do think everyone does have a creative outlet and one of my friends and I were actually talking about how um, she was actually at a party and then someone asked her and it, um, well, it was like a party where people they tend to be a little bit more creative, um, so more creatives around um, and they were like to her, oh, so what's your creative outlet? And she found it really funny and so did I because like to assume that everyone has a creative outlet is really interesting. Um, but Do you know what? Props to them because everyone should have a creative outlet, no matter how uncreative or creative you think you are. I think there's always something that requires less thoughts and more feelings, I would say, and more um, sort of intuitive feelings because there's no right or wrong. You know, you can't get it wrong. As long as you're happy with it, then you just have to hope for the best that either it bangs or it doesn't. And either way, I think you're going to have to be okay with it because it's your creative outlet. So whether that is, I don't know, creating a podcast or whether that is sketching something in your notepad or making random little things that you don't need, um, they're all creative outlets. And I think, yeah, it brings a different type of energy which I really really like the most 
productive way of doing this would be um, to, yeah, just do it in real time and reflect on what's been happening and sort of record the feelings and the emotions that come along with it. I think for me personally, those feelings that are coming along at this stage of my life, um, without too much context, because that's not what we're here to talk about, it's not about what's going on with my life or um, what are the actual events, but more I want to discuss the feelings that are coming along with this stage of life. And by this stage of life, I mean where life is starting to feel really real, you know, it's starting to feel like I can't just go with whatever is the flow or whatever is coming my way because I don't know I think there was a part there was a part or a time in my life where I genuinely thought I was just lucky um so things were just going my way because I don't know I was blessed my mother's prayers were behind me or um I'd done something good and like the universe and God were paying me back but what I'm realizing is that actually when you sort of put the work in um and you put the efforts in and the time in then yeah god the universe the world sort of pays you back um with awards and with results and with um outcomes that you're happy with um and by this stage of life i mean where that direction starts to look not so straightforward and also it starts to look like you have to make some decisions because you're almost at a crossroad and depending on what decisions you make and how you decide to go about it then you'll end up on different paths and I think for the first time in my life I've been put on a path where I have to decide what I'm doing where I'm going how hard do I want to work for the things that I want and also are the things that I thought I wanted for me or for my future and I think the biggest thing about it is at first and this is my real-time reflection at first it feels like actually the things that you want are maybe out of reach or they're not meant for you or that they are sort of not aligned with the path that you're currently on and I don't quite think there's a straightforward answer to that it's not to say that um, if you decide on some goals right now and you start to work towards it you can't change your mind or you can't feel differently about it because what I'm realizing is that gosh like the surprises that have come my way have really made me feel differently about what I want and um, where I'm trying to go and that's that's in a good way because I think sometimes it's really hard to imagine things outside of what you already know and I've always said this because I think an example for me is um, as a tech babe <laughs> everyone's like oh AI this, AI that, will they replace humans? And um, because obviously they're getting so intelligent and so smart with the things that they can do um, with AI nowadays. But then my point to that has always been, no, they can't replace humans because what we bring to the table is creativity and we think about things that don't exist. Um, and a machine can't do that because a machine can only work with the information and the data that um, it's been handed and it knows. So to create something out of nothing, I don't think a machine can do. I'd be very, very shocked if one day we decide to, um, or we are able to do that, but then that's literally creating humans. And I think in this case, for me, I'm the machine, my destiny, my life, sort of my journey is out of my hand. Um, and I think it's in God's hands or I don't know for some people it might not be God they might just think of it as the universe but my point is that a lot of times 
I think I know what's happening and I think I know what I want um, or what I don't want and then really really quickly life tells me otherwise and life throws things at me in a way that I just never really expected and I think the story pans out in a way that I just couldn't have imagined or I couldn't have written it that way and I think that's where the fun comes because that creativity, the plot twists, the good and the bad is so out of my reach that when it happens I'm thinking wow even if I tried I couldn't have written the story in the way that it's gone and I think that is something that makes us I'm starting to accept a lot more and because of that I'm a lot more open to new opportunities and new experiences, new people, new ways of thinking, new ways of doing stuff and just yeah new ways of just going about life and as much as I've always been like that like or I've thought I've been like that I think now I'm working more and more towards just being more open about what comes my way and the kind of things that I accept into my life because honestly I don't know the way that life has gone for the past couple or few months I just don't know like I don't know what what the answer is and I don't know um what the right way is and I'm really really okay with that but then at the same time I'm very aware of the fact that I am in control of what I um allow into my life and what I can make way for in my life as well so one thing that actually I've been reflecting on a lot lately is how much my character, my thoughts and my feelings have been formed by my experiences and I know that's very very obvious, Um, I'm literally pointing out the obvious because we are a product of our experiences and our um, surroundings Um, but it's just the fact that, I don't know, I feel like I really fold myself into um, and I think this happens a lot when you start to get a little bit more complacent and a little bit more comfortable with where you are in life but I think I really started to fall myself into thinking I don't need to experience things for me to learn something and I don't know if you agree with that or if you do um, and you can sort of think about that now and then think about think about it again when I present this case to you but basically what I've been thinking is that actually to avoid certain experiences in life is probably the worst thing you can do to yourself because you're genuinely and honestly missing out on sort of lessons learned and things that you needed to learn from that story and I sort of just became very very comfortable with you know just avoiding a lot of things and maybe that's my avoidance what's it called fearful avoidance tendencies but I just started to really get comfortable with avoiding things and I feel like life made me feel them anyways and I'm really grateful that it did go that way because I just think that it was necessary for me to learn some of those lessons or for me to experience those feelings to learn something about myself but I'm also very aware that I think without experiences you just won't learn certain things like for example you can never learn to be in a relationship or to be a friend or to be a partner to someone if you haven't done that before and as much as you can go read about it and you can watch movies and you can watch tv shows and someone can tell you about that experience it's very very different to actually go through it and experience it for yourself and to learn 
the ups and downs and the small lessons as well as the big lessons and just the feelings that come along with anything and I don't want to just use experiences like a relationship as an example but also um, being at work or um, having a boss or having a mum and dad that um, obviously everyone has mum and dads but I mean more that um, just being a child to a parent these are the things that you um, have to only understand and learn if you have to do it like one of the things that and this is really funny because when I got a pet um, I was obviously very very excited about my cat and I was well I am still totally obsessed with him which is really funny um, because everyone knows it and I know it and I just don't know how to stop because I love him so much but I must have said to one of my friends like why is no one else excited about their pet in the same way as I am because I'm literally excited I'm so obsessed with him and I know most people are but I think mine was just a little bit more and it was like shocking me and I was like wait does not no one else love their pet like I do like I'm literally in love with this little creature um and then my friend was like no it's just probably because it's the first time that you've got a pet and you're just feeling the feelings like really strongly and I was like wow you really do have a point there because I just thought I w- this was like a really special thing and no one else knows what this is like but actually it's just the way that I'm being so expressive about it and I'm learning these things it's just because I'm learning it for the first time whereas other people have probably felt this when they were 10 and they got a cat or a dog but obviously I didn't have pets as a as a younger person or as a child so I'm experiencing all of those emotions um now and I know that seems like a bit of an irrelevant example but my point is that it's never too late or it's never a bad idea to experience something I think it's much much more important to experience something than to not experience it and I think that applies to the good and the bad things um because when you avoid anything there's obviously something in you that doesn't want to experience it for whatever reason and I'm not going to go into the reasons why because I'm not a psychologist I have my theories but I don't know the answer but I think it's much more important to one feel I don't know a bit of discomfort feel a heartbreak feel something embarrassing than to be like actually I'm just not gonna experience anything at all and just go without knowing what it's like to be in that thing and I think that's the only way that you can really and truly find out about how you feel about things and about life but also how you learn about your own reactions to situations and people and circumstances and I think as a 20 something year old adult and someone that's always been very proud of sort of I don't know protecting myself or keeping myself shielded from things um, because I thought I didn't need it or I don't like drama or I don't need to experience certain things I already know these things because I'm so I don't know intuitive or I'm so knowledgeable and I still stand by that because there are things that I genuinely do feel like I understand really well and it's a natural thing like for example I pick up on people's emotions really, really quickly. It doesn't take me a long time to look at someone and um, understand how they feel for one, but also why they feel the way that they do. Um, Something within me, some sort of, I don't know, um, sensor or radar that I genuinely think God has blessed me with, or maybe as as a part of something that I've been nurtured with, um, I can just pick up on how people feel. Um, but that doesn't mean that I should 
avoid situations where I am more exposed to people's good and bad feelings as a result of that because I already know how people feel about things or what they think like. Um, So my point again is that the experiences that we go through are so so important as part of sort of learning more about ourselves and what we want from life but also just learning about other people as well because not everything is about us not everything is about me but I think the one thing that has become really really apparent and um, sort of obvious to me is that because of the experiences that we've had and because of the things that we've had to go through in the past obviously the way that we cope with situations is going to be very very different and for me I'm becoming more and more aware of that we're just fighting the same it seems like we're all fighting the same battle but we're literally on completely different battlefields um no actually I'm going to rephrase that I think we're all on the same battlefield field and that battlefield being this life that we're living but we're all fighting a different battle and I think that's just because of the toolbox and the weapons I don't even want to use the word weapons because it sounds so aggressive but the tools that we've sort of picked up along the way and I think I only I only wanted to talk about this and I've been reflecting on it because I'm realizing that I may not have the tools that I thought I had to, to deal with things in life and the fact that I'm being forced to learn things and to learn to react differently to situations is almost God giving me those tools so then I don't have to struggle with these things in the future. And for me, that has been a big, big eye-opener. And the biggest eye-opener for me has definitely been the fact that I don't think I've figured out or made the right connections in my mind uh, between why I react to things in the way that I do and basically what's happened in the past or some of the things that I've experienced in the past and I think for me that's been such a journey right now because I'm sat here thinking wow why am I reacting so um, you know um, irrationally or why am I reacting so aggressively towards something that's so simple and the only thing that I can think about is obviously there's something in me that's that's not allowing me to be calm about certain situations or is making me want to react to certain situations or avoid certain situations and do you know what it's really interesting because some of these things I've never even thought about some of these things I haven't even I don't even remember things that have happened in the past but I'm obviously reacting to things nowadays and it has to come from somewhere it has to be from something from back in the days and often when you read any books or you read any sort of um, I don't want to call them self-help books but more research and studies where people have looked into these things like one of the most interesting books that I read was um, this book called um, The Body Keeps the Score or Your Body Keeps the Score, one of the two um, and it was all about how your body holds on to things way longer than you think and your body holds on to things where you don't even remember some of these events happening to you in the past but there is somewhere in the memory, in your muscle memory, in your brain and in your feelings and in your heart where you react to things because your body's holding on to something and I think that has been exactly where my mind is at because I'm trying to figure out why, what 
is my body holding on to for one um what's happened in the past and how are these things and these strings that my body has still attached from the past is affecting how i'm reacting now or how i'm not reacting to stuff um in my current life as an adult and that has been such an eye-opening experience and that's what i'd like to share with you today So the reason that I've decided to call this episode what I've called it is because sometimes we have strings attached that are completely invisible and they're aggressively pulling onto our brain and our feelings and our emotions and we don't realise that they're there because they're invisible. They've been there for so long that we no longer see them and obviously other people will absolutely not see them but we can definitely feel their pull and their tug and that sort of pressure that we feel when we're making decisions or when we're deciding how we feel about things. And some people just don't have some of these strings attached to them. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just, this is so unfair in a way because this whole episode is basically going to be about me talking about the things and the strings that we have attached or I have attached as someone that grew up in, in an immigrant family but also someone that comes from a different, completely different culture and a completely different upbringing to most people around her. And I know for a fact that the people that I've grown up around and the people that I have to deal with day to day now have their own strings attached and they're invisible to me. And I'm never going to sit here and act like that's not the case. But it's just that I'm aware of my strings. And if I can sort of pick them out one by one then maybe they won't pull onto me as much or at least if they do I will understand where it comes from and for me that's just been a journey that I've sort of been on because I think as an adult I'm realizing that actually things are not as straightforward as I thought or I am not this person that I thought I was because being from two different cultures and being from two different backgrounds can really form its own identity because you're a bit of both but you're not really either one and I think that's always perceived as a confusing thing for a lot of people it was seen as such a confusing thing and it can be at times but I think it can also give you a lot of strengths because you almost pick up so many things from both cultures and both upbringings that just make you pretty unique And I've always said to people that actually the parts that you love about me the most are probably not even that much of me, but it's more to do with the culture that I've grown up with, the family that I've been around and sort of my upbringing. And those are the qualities that you're seeing. It's not even me or my actual self that maybe you're appreciating. I guess in some ways it is because I've sort of accepted and took on those things as a part of me, but I'm going to be honest, it's not all me. But also along all of the good things and all of the qualities that I appreciate and love about myself, um, I do realise that being a child or a daughter in an immigrant family um, was a very, very challenging thing. And the kind of person that I am, I like to think that I just take things on the chin a lot of times and I hate, I absolutely hate letting people know that I'm struggling with something. Even if I tell you, it will be more matter of fact rather than 
oh I'm struggling with this thing and you can tell that I'm struggling I think there's very very few people that I'd be able to do that with because I don't know there's a part of me that hates it um and there's a part of me that thinks well we're going to figure it out you know there's always a way out there's something that we can do to fix it so what's the point of being upset about it and I think for me now I'm realizing that as as a child that grew up in a family that was sort of adjusting to a new culture, new ways of doing things, um, had abandoned the whole family. I don't want to use the word abandoned actually, that's quite a heavy word to use, but basically have left the whole family behind and have had to start from scratch. What has that done to me as an adult? Because even though as someone that, thank God, touch wood, I like to think that I'm I'm doing well and I'm reaching my goals and I'm building towards a future, um, I'm very aware that there are parts of me that are still very much struggling, even though I very much fit in to my friendship groups and at work and in any sort of community that I participate in. But there is always a part of you that I think just fears that you don't quite fit in or you don't bring the right things to the table. Because, for example, when you're a child and you've just moved from a different country and you've started to go to school with these all these other kids, you dress differently you speak differently, you bring different kind of food to school, the way that you joke is different to everyone else, um, the way that you smell is probably different to everyone else, the way that your hair is done, the bag that you carry because, you know, your mom doesn't want to buy your bag from this country because they're not good enough, um, so she's bought it from back home and obviously the designs are different and everyone can see it and I think even if they don't say anything, you always, always know that you're very different to your friends and a part of you wants to be like them even though you don't even care or you don't even like how other people are like even if you are very secure in yourself um but there's a part of you that wants to be a part of that wants wants to be exactly the same as everyone else or at least fit in a little bit more but then there's also a part of you that loves its own culture and everything that you have learned and grown up with because that's what your body is familiar with you know that's the thing that makes you feel comfortable no matter how much you want to run away from it that is the thing that is in you and you connect with and you will always feel comfortable and often when I see people and obviously this is a very um sort of controversial opinion and bear with me if I this comes across in a harsh way but I think people that will try and run away from their sort of inner self and their core um, building blocks will always will always be unhappy and that's my theory it's not true it's just the thesis um, but I just think it's impossible to run away from your inner feelings and your inner state of mind because and that gets formed over a very very long time so if you are, as an adult, trying to be someone entirely different and sort of avoiding that part of you, I think you're always, always going to fill the void. So maybe it will be a good idea for everyone to address these things and to sort of think about them. I think there was a time in my life where I definitely was running away from some of these inner feelings. Um, granted that not every inner feeling is meant to be felt and to be acknowledged because some of them are quite toxic and they come from um, sort of cultural beliefs or norms that no longer apply or benefit you so absolutely deal with them leave them in the past you don't have to avoid them you can deal with them and forget about it um, 
But there's a part of me that as an adult that I'm sort of doing a U-turn, like a 180, and going back to the core of how I was brought up and the things that I loved and I appreciated as a child. And then when I moved to a different country and I had to adjust to a whole new culture, new people, new ways of doing things, I sort of abandoned those things because it was no longer core and it was no longer needed. Um, I never really cared for being like a cool kid. That was never the intention. But I also didn't want to be the kid that's weird. And I think that's okay to feel like that, you know? You never have to try and be cool because one, if you're trying to be cool, then you're not cool. That's literally the opposite of what cool is. But to not be different or not want to be different, I think is very okay as a child. But then I think as a part of that, then you start to forget why um you're I don't know stressed or uncomfortable or I don't know just unsettled as an adult because it's been so long since you've addressed certain things or you've even thought about certain things and for me bringing it back to day to the present and what's going on right now when um things happen or things get hard or I'm put into some situations sometimes I don't understand why I can't react in the right ways or I don't understand why I am reacting in some ways and I'm thinking where the hell is this coming from and what I'm realizing is that actually all of these invisible strings that connect me to my past child self are the reason why I feel the way that I do for example I think think when right right now when things happen and things get really hard yes I can cope with it yes I can deal with everything at once and I can sort my job out and sort my family out and be sociable and exercise and go out and do things and look nice and be productive and be funny and you know all of these things which are so exhausting but I think a part of me will always feel like I have to keep it all together and I can't have a break or I can't have a moment where I'm thinking actually I just don't want to do any of these things like I don't want to go to the gym and I don't want to be healthy and I don't want to socialize because as a child I was sort of expected to do everything like I was expected to be a child um, at whatever age I was but then I was also expected to speak to the council about um, something that's gone wrong and then speak to the NHS to doctors because um my mom and dad couldn't explain um, why they were sick or how they were feeling um, and then fill out some tax forms because, you know, I understood the rules and regulations here much better than my parents did. Um, but then also learn about this new culture and this new place that we've moved to so then I can fit in and I can make friends and I can be around people and feel normal. And then at the same time, be exactly the same as I was. Um, or be exactly the same as the people that live back at home because you know my heritage and my culture and I can't be someone that's moved to a different country and forgotten all about it because god forbid you adjust to this whole new place that you have to live in for the rest of your life Um, you're such a horrible person for doing that Um, and then at the same time teach my parents about the culture because you know some of the things that you guys do can be perceived as weird or disrespectful Um, so let's not do those things I have to teach you about people and the way that people behave and talk and do things and then I have to translate what people say to you Uh, but then you never want to listen to my opinion about something because I'm a child and I don't get to have an opinion about stuff Um, but then also I have to be uh, a cool young kid that dresses well 
but actually we have to buy our clothes from back home because you know your parents don't trust the clothes here or they they don't think it looks nice or they think it's too revealing whatever it is um but then i have to feel normal and be able to make friends and connect with people even though i look very different and feel very different and i am very different to the other kids but then at the same time i have to be my parents best friends because you know they haven't managed to fit in just yet it's a lot harder for them um, and they haven't met people that are like them so you know they're struggling naturally and you have to give them your time and yeah it just sounds exhausting and you're doing all of these things at the same time while trying to do your schoolwork while you're trying to help your parents while you're trying to help yourself while you're fighting your demons and you're fighting your changing hormone hormones um your body's changing you're trying to keep fit but then your parents keep overfeeding you because that's their way that they show love and it's the only thing that they can do for you at this moment in time um and then also you have to get really really good grades because you know the family's future depends on you in some ways um because you're expected to do very well and make a lot of money as well because then that's your ticket out of all of these things um but you know you can never be stressed a day in in your life because you can't disrespect your parents or you can't come across as if you're ungrateful and you have to do this every single day so as you can see that can be very very frustrating and it can be very tiring and i'm sure there's a lot of people that can relate to that and i don't think you necessarily have to be an immigrant kid to understand where i'm coming from but i just think the problems of immigrant families are very very specific to them and it's something that again like i said before unless you've experienced it you're never going to understand it and you won't be able to relate to it because it's just the most ridiculous situation to be in and it's something that you can't escape and it's not something that you can change because you guys have made a life decision to change your lives for good so you have to do what it takes for it to work and I think that can make you a very strong person and it can make you very resilient and it make it can make things look a lot easier than maybe someone else would feel because you've battled so much and you've had to overcome so much and things won't seem as drastic or as painful and that's a really good thing it can make you very very strong but i think at the same time it can really work against you and it can really block you from sometimes acknowledging your own pain or acknowledging your own feelings and growing past them so as a busy 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 adult that is trying to do everything at once you obviously think you're invincible and you obviously think you can make everything move at the same pace and at the same time but that is not true and it's probably not good for you to think like that because i know i think like that and once in a while i'll get very very burnt out um even though there are periods that i'll thrive there are definitely periods that i'll be so burnt out that i don't even want to chat to a single soul so as you can tell it's not very productive but i think where that comes from is going back to what i said before is that i just feel like i have to move everything at once and everything needs to work at once and everything needs to be okay and i don't need to um 
take breaks or maybe even um, acknowledge that some things are maybe not for me or they won't ever work in the way that I think they will Um, so when it comes to certain situations and things start to get really hard I'm thinking gosh like why am I finding it so hard to deal with this situation it's so simple it's always the most simple things as well that would trip you up or the things that you everyone else just finds so intuitive and so natural to do you're out here really struggling with like once in a while I'll be so socially burnt out that I just won't even want to pick up my phone and reply to messages and that's not I mean that happens to a lot of people but when you really think about it I'm thinking well it's just probably because I've been dealing with you know um some of the difficulties within the family or the fact that my mum is struggling with something or my dad is struggling with something um, and I'm having to be their child and their friend and their therapist and their confidant and an ear sort of shoulder for them to lean on Um, and you never take those things into account or acknowledge them because to you these things are just you know they're just the given like they're just there they've always been there and you've never had to deal with life without all of these strings or weights that are attached to you um so then as an adult when things start to get really difficult and when most people that don't have these problems can you know feel the weight of it but then get through it you're wondering why can't i get through it then why is it that I'm reacting so badly to it or I'm I'm so incapable of dealing with this pain or this sort of difficult situation and you never ever connect it to the fact that maybe you just burnt out or maybe you have 40% of your brain tied up in something that's going on in the background in the family or back home or difficulties back home and only because you've always always had to deal with it. I can't sit here and say that we're never going to have to deal with these things and I can't say that you can change the past but I think one thing that I definitely have come into terms with is that they exist and that I can't ignore them and I will never try to ignore them again. I think for me it's really important at this stage of my life one to prioritize things that do take priority um, without ignoring all of these um burning issues in the back of my mind that I've ignored for a really long time um I'm dealing with things whilst knowing that these other um sort of worries and stresses are existing in my life and I think for me just acknowledging that in like that alone has changed the game because I actually recognize why I get so tired or why I get so worked up about certain things but also I think I've just stopped associating a certain way of living with happy living or successful ways of living or being a well accomplished person because my success and my happiness and my joy and my peace probably looks really really different to most people around me only because again not going to go back to what I've just explained but because we just have been brought up very differently and we think differently and we have very very different factors um, playing into our future, our decisions, our life and I'm really really becoming okay with that. It's not to say that we can't have a bright future or we can't have the same sort of goals, it's not that at all, it's just that reaching those goals would look very different for us because we're having to deal with very very different lifestyles and ways of thinking but also I think I've stopped wanting to belong to certain situations and certain spaces or ways of living um because 
I don't need that for me to feel like I fit in. I fit in because I'm here, I'm doing the things that I'm doing and I bring what I can to the table. And I don't need to look like other people or behave like other people for me to be considered as someone that fits in or as someone that can do and can't do um, certain things. So again, accepting that has been such an sort of relief and such an eye-opening um, realisation for me because... I no longer need to look a certain way or behave a certain way or dress a certain way um, to be considered beautiful or successful or happy or um, a joy to be around because I am a joy to be around and I am happy and I am successful and I've achieved everything that I've wanted to and I will continue to achieve everything that I want in the future too but when you're younger that can yeah I don't know, success and happiness and peace can look very different to what it actually is. And again, it's been such a nice realisation to be like, okay, cool, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe um, the things that I want might have to look different now. Um, Or that maybe some of the things that I thought were for me are no longer for me and that's fine. And I'm really okay with that. And I don't have to explain it to anyone. I don't have to let anyone know. There's no context needed. I am what I am and I'll bring what I can to the table. And what I bring to the table is more than enough. And actually it's better than anyone else could create or ask for. Um, So again... For me, all of these realizations have come as a result of just, I don't know, reaching a point where I no longer view um, life in one dimension. And I don't think that I need to go about life in any particular way for it to work out in the way that I want. I'm doing what I can at the moment and I freed up so much of my brain space when I've let go of certain mentalities and certain expectations of myself and that alone has brought me so much peace that I think I can use that 20 or 30% of my brain power that was tied up in absolute bullshit um, for things that would work very very well for me and contribute to my happiness and to my joy and also one final thing that I wanted to add is that I don't expect my family to be a certain way anymore and that's been such a refreshing thing there was a time that I fought a lot of battles for them um, and I fought a lot of battles with them and against them because I needed them to be different for us to be able to fit in and for us to be able to live a peaceful life and maybe at the time that was necessary but I no longer want to do that I want to accept and acknowledge them and you know bring them into my life in any way that works for them and then if anything changes or if we want to evolve and grow together then that's very very different but I no longer expect them to be a certain way or to think a certain way or behave or dress a certain way for me to be happy with them I'm just very grateful and happy and just so appreciative of their presence and the energy that they bring into my life that um, I just don't think about those stuff anymore and if there are things that I don't agree with that's fine I don't have to change their minds about it Um, and they don't have to do the same with me because I don't need our lives to look pretty or to feel like it's, you know, done in the right way for it to actually be um, working and suitable for us. So I think my reflection and my last point on all of these things is that 
I no longer want to lie to myself and I don't want to ignore my inner feelings towards um, life and people and situations and anything else that comes my way because I've been truly acknowledging the good and the bad feelings will allow me and liberate me to achieve more in life and it will also allow me to get closer to people build more authentic relationships and to just enjoy my own experiences in everything a lot more and so far I think I'm sort of arriving at that place where I can do that a lot easier and I no longer think about things in such depth that it will take away my peace and my joy Uh, but also I'm always always aware of um, how my own feelings and my own past experiences are playing a role in how I'm reacting to things and how I'm reacting to people I'm just learning to move past things a lot quicker than I did I would say I'm not as fussed or as tied up in my thoughts and my um, sort of I don't know opinions about a lot of things I have them I hold them very close to my heart and I'm aware of them but they're not the bible you know they don't they don't speak facts and they're not the only facts out there so for me um that has been a really really positive change and I want to continue to understand myself and my feelings towards life and then hopefully as a result I'll be able to share more of that with people as well and you know what funny enough since I've decided to change my perspective on things and you know they say when you look at things differently um things will change and I think I genuinely see life has changed and I can see that my feelings towards a lot of things have changed and interestingly actually that all the people that I thought I had nothing in common with or that I could never be able to relate to how they feel about life and the things that they're experiencing because we're so different I actually found that we're not so different and we have so much more common than I expected. I've managed to strengthen a lot of relationships that I already hold very close and dear to me um, because I've decided to not be so jaded and so tied up in my own shit basically. So on that note I will stop talking about my experiences as the Middle Eastern daughter. (laughs) Plot twist. Um, Because that is all you're gonna hear on this podcast is my perspective on how life may look different because I have grown up in such a different culture and I will continue to grow up in a very different world maybe to other people because my life started in a very different way um, even though I am in the same space as everyone else and I'm loving life as much as everyone else um, it doesn't mean that my feelings and my experiences of the same life looks the same as everyone else and I'm so intrigued and so interested by the fact that maybe sometimes I feel so differently about things and I see things very differently it's never ever ever to say that the way that I look at things is the right way it's just a different angle of the same picture and the same movie or the same life whatever you want to call it and this will continue to fascinate me because I've already started on a different trajectory so it just means I think I will always 
always always have a different flavor of the same experiences as everyone else and I will continue to share that with you and I hope that some part of this story and these reflections have maybe made you think about um, at some point I don't know some of your reactions or some of the things that you felt how could it have been shaped by some of the early experiences you had or some of the mentalities that have been built into your mind or into your thoughts um, because of your background your culture your family traditions or whatever it is but obviously something in your past is affecting how you feel about things now and I just want to challenge myself and everyone else to think a little bit more about that just to understand how they feel a little bit better I don't think it has to change anything for you I just think it's fascinating to understand ourselves and our feelings better I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I hope you've managed to think about something that you haven't thought about before. And I hope I've triggered a sort of idea or a thought or a feeling that you haven't experienced before. If I haven't, that's fine. I will try to do that in the future. And if I have, I hope it's brought you some sort of peace and some sort of clarity on your current, past and future situations. And I would love the opportunity to talk about some of these things with you um, if you ever want to share them with me look after yourself and i hope to come back here and speak to you soon take care bye